dude, I love that other intro, but you cut it out last time. And I was like, oh yeah, like it was, it was one of the best intros ever, and you fucking clipped it out, you fuck. Do it today. Do it this time. I don't know what I did last time. It was something like, "What's up, you exquisite young ladies, old ladies, gender neutral, man, old man, wigs or without wigs." Welcome to the Daddy Gate Podcast. I am your host, Mister Wheezy. And I am accompanied today by a lovely fetishful kitty cat named Chansan. Oh, well, what's up with that intro right there? A little well, too much. You started talking about fetishes there, and I started thinking, wait a second, am I actually a furry? But you know, <laughs> going to that. some furry love definitely in the house today because we haven't done a podcast in quite some time. Life has taken its course in a You've been busy, I've been busy, but uh, here we are today, and I, I have a feeling the live chat will be lively today, no question. Although this is being recorded on a Sunday Halloween, yeah, so happy we Halloween to you. pre-recording this on Halloween, but we'll run a nice little live chat down the side. You know what, though, before we get going on the show, last year we did a Halloween special, and I was thinking about that, you know, we, I think you had come onto my channel. And we live streamed, and wasn't that when Sean showed up? It could I have think been. That was one of those shows when he been. showed up, dude. Um, Possibly, I'm it does like sure it was on holidays, and you know, it's, it's always like Christmas or New Year. He'll do, you know, he announced the. Uh, if anyone says snitch or pedophile, they're going to be yeah. lawsuited. He said that on Christmas <laughs> Day, didn't he? That, yeah, that was Christmas Day. No, but I'm pretty sure he showed up. That was when. I know you don't like doing live streams in general, but that was one of those times where you agreed and it was on a Halloween. That was a fun, fun night, man. I think that may have been the first live stream you did, if I remember correctly. I can't remember. Maybe I can't remember, um, dude. My memory is absolutely atrocious at the moment. So, But yes, it is, it is Halloween at the moment. And there has been a lot of creepy goings on uh, in the world of Daddy Gate, especially with the amount of apologies that Sean Atwood is giving Darren G at the moment. I don't think I've seen anything creepier than a grown man apologizing repeatedly to another grown man in video after video. But that's what we're getting treated to by Mr. Atwood at the moment. Yeah, the whole Darren G, Sean Atwood, I think that was inevitable. The falling out. It was inevitable. I think a lot of people had money on it that they were going to fall out uh, sooner rather than later. But did you think it was going to be this soon? Uh, Man, you never know, but... I, one thing I did know was that it was all inevitable, along with another situation which we will touch on in a bit. But, um, you know, when, when Darren G made that video uh, <laughs> and he's got Camera Boy next to him. Uh, oh, we just kept being the, a straight, the Camera Boy hostage. Yeah, being a cuck. Um, don't know what a cuck is. Look up the definition, but he's just watching as Darren G is going on his tirade against Sean. <laughs> looking at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> look at the ground <laughs> stare at the ground <laughs> he was he was staring at the ground with his hands behind his back what I, I was he using his camera you know equipment to record it that would have been the ultimate coco read <laughs> <laughs> recording himself getting a dressing down <laughs> yeah talking all kinds of shit using uh camera boys equipment oh man but uh well it's quite funny how he's allowed 
that when remember he agreed to come on your show and spoke to you at length about various things and we've gone over it before but you know this was where he actually admitted that the daddy gate video was for was for Callie's adult work profile not a prank uh, and all sorts of other stuff and he wasn't happy about how that interview went down because you also asked him why Sean Atwood uh, took the role of a paedophile in a paedophile hunting video uh, which yeah. was quite funny uh, so the camera boy didn't like that uh, didn't like how it went and he actually copyright struck you for using what was it his thumbnail a thumbnail of him in that video yeah yet yeah. Darren G has scolded him in front of the nation videoed him recorded him getting a dressing down being told I'm not putting up with this this unacceptable behavior Darren G just absolutely ripping him to shreds now you can agree with Darren G's reasons for that or not I'm uh, you know maybe we should get into that I don't know but Darren G basically cut all ties with Sean Atwood and used the camera boy as the I suppose the um, the stick to beat Sean Atwood with for a while, and it was like the, the sort of live prop, the human face of Darren G splitting up with Sean Atwood yet again, and mm. it was very funny. I'm just surprised that the camera boy has not struck Darren G down. It's quite strange how they seem to be uh, afraid of Darren in that way, and with the amount of apologies that Sean Atwood has now been putting out, another one was put out today at the time of recording this. I just shake my head, You're like, you know, apologise once, don't just keep apologising over and over, oh, I owe you an apology, I owe you an apology. It's absolutely outrageous, it's like the most Contact demeaning... Me. Yeah. Contact me changed... and we'll get it all sorted. I thought you changed my number, <laughs> I, I, I thought you changed your number uh, and all this kind of stuff, like, you know, that should be a bit of a sign. Uh, but Darren, very forthright as always, said that I've heard several things that Darren said about Sean. He said that Sean and uh, Jen, who is his new co-host, have been chatting absolute shit to him, and he's worked out that they're chatting absolute shit. He said that they've made multiple promises that they've refused to keep. Darren actually said Sean has tried to has told him four times that he's going to help him, and that's over the last year, and hasn't helped him once just so much going on and you know with Darren G when he starts speaking he, he he tells everything doesn't he although we didn't know that Sean Atwood had offered to pay his rent and actually the reason they sort of got back together as friends in the background it has now transpired because of what Darren G told us now um, but it's now transpired that Sean Atwood had actually offered to pay Darren G's rent of £750 a month. He didn't offer to pay him £750 a month. He insisted that it would have to be Darren getting a place and then Sean Atwood paying the rent in a way to kind of have a hold over him, you know, because if Darren G's gone and moved into a property now that requires £750 a month rent, Sean Atwood can just threaten to take that back at any moment and that would leave Darren screwed. So I thought it was quite interesting that Darren said Sean had... Uh, refused or declined to pay him £750 a month as like a salary kind of thing or a wage and instead said, no, pounds I will only pay your rent. Oh, it's also, it's quite an insulting amount, isn't it? Uh, £750 a month. It's It really is. You couldn't have just rounded it up to a grand. Uh, you know, I, I think that's quite insulting. Uh, I think it's the, the sort of money you would 
offer to somebody that you know is kind of desperate for money you know but we we know he's yeah we know he's hashtag balling now mr atwood is uh he just recently announced a giant new sponsor <laughs> well that's right he's managed to he's managed to snare a sponsor from the Let much play the clip. films yeah yeah here we go i'm a cameraman there we go that's the new sponsor right there that's a sound bite there um <laughs> Also, somewhat famous for doing weddings and putting country music to the wedding videos, and just real, real weird. He did offer me six figures at one point, you know, if we remember correctly. <laughs> if I, he offered to be my sponsor. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, he was offering you. I think he asked you not offer you three hundred pounds initially, and then said he'd be interested to do more, as long as you do his <laughs> ad at the start of your show. <laughs> Uh, every day. Big you money should have boy. that, man. I mean, fuck's yeah, sake, man. business is business, man. Yeah, I probably should have done it. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I, I I declined his services and because his you can't, advances. Certain people you, you you feel that you may not be able to trust wholeheartedly. And well, no, man, said, especially when you're hanging around with brother, brother. Well, yeah, um, that is well, yeah, the kind of man that gets the... Uh, the phone grabbed from his hand. <laughs> but the funny thing is, leading up to that video, they were making it look like there was some kind of a fairy tale relationship going. Uh, you saw Camera Boy just stuffing his face. Uh, you know, remember <laughs> there was one video where he's uh, reaching over the table and eating off of everyone's plate, <laughs> playing the cleanup man. Now you can interpret cleanup man however you wish. <laughs> Do you, do you think he had to pay for his own food so Sean Atwood paid for everyone else? I don't, I don't know. He was a sponsor. He, I mean, it's very possible that he paid for it, and that's why he was reaching over, uh, giving everyone a reach around awesome. on the table and yep. cleaning up everyone's plate. Hey, man, I paid for these plates. I'm going to make sure it's all cleaned up. <laughs> well, it's one of Atwood's tactics, isn't it, to take people yeah. out on meals and then announce it to the world. Like he said, remember when he was talking about Yummy B, he was like, I took Yummy B out for a meal uh, and then announced it. It's not just like I took him out for a meal privately and then we sorted things out privately. It's no, I took him out for the meal and then I made a public announcement about that fact afterwards. It's yeah. it's so bad. And then he films the meal that he's having with Dad and G. Like, look, I'm taking <laughs> Dad out for a meal. It's it's and like so, those people that film themselves. You know, you ever see those videos? Like, there's a turtle uh, trying to cross the road, and then they start recording themselves. Like, look at me, I'm such a hero. I'm going to say, just yeah. get out and save the goddamn turtle, man. That's right, and, uh, yeah. And, and go about Film your day. About you. But yeah, they film this. So they even, before they even touch the turtle, they'll set like three different camera angles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, then they'll put the turtle the in the road. Yeah, and then put some dramatic music. Well, it is a bit like uh, that. I guess that's an underground films type of way of doing things. It is a bit virtue signally as well. And like they are treating Darren as if he's like a charity case, you know, like Sean's like, I'm just trying to help you, Darren. I'm just trying to help you, honestly. Uh, and we all know that that's not true, that he's not just trying to help Darren. And I think uh, going back to that rent thing, insisting that he'll only pay his rent and not pay him money directly to him, that to me is CD controlling uh, there's something dodgy going on there. Very dodgy. It shows he wants an element of control over Darren G that he's not. He shouldn't be entitled to. No employer is entitled to just pay your housing costs and nothing else. You know, no business partnership should be me paying your rent. You know, and that's yeah. it. I don't think well, that's what, right. But I think it's pretty obvious why he would offer to do that and 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 
things along those lines because that's what brings him the clicks. No other name or any other videos that he puts out, no one cares about. But as soon as he puts in Darren G, uh, that's when the clicks start coming in. And then uh, that that goofball Darren G apparently ends up catching up to the the whole scheme, and that's what you know. That's what pissed him off. That's what his whole video was pretty much about. He's like, oh, they're just using me for clicks and views. Well, no shit, man. Everyone saw yeah, that coming a mile away. That is the whole point. It is YouTube. Um, so you know, you, there is an element of you kind of making content for each other or with each other but i got the impression darren g was just more darren g got the hump because he was waiting for so long in the gym while the camera boy was filming the owner of the gym and darren was saying (laughs) oh i've been waiting here for bloody ages (laughs) like i'm just standing around and it's like the the guy's unemployed so (laughs) he's unemployed and he's crying about a money Make well, like, do something else or Ponzi or... scheme, whatever the hell you want to call it. But he's unemployed, dude, and he's and he's crying like a little like a little baby, man. Um, yeah. So to sever the, the same guy, based, it seemed like that was what severed the relationship. But as you hear Darren speaking more and more, there's actually a lot more to it when he said that Sean and Jen had been chatting a load of shit to him, uh, and I can well believe him because that Jen person that Sean has got on, she she does chat a load of shit. Um, well, she was she was on your channel. She, she was she was on my channel, and I, you making know, I, claims. I, I was completely neutral towards her. I didn't think anything towards her at all. I was like, okay, so Atwood's got this this new co co-host. Um, I think she says she's thirty three, but yeah, she looks at least ten. And she's thirty three. I'm eighteen. Yeah, I'm eighteen. Yeah, man. <laughs> if that's the case, <laughs> I think I think that, uh, that I think that is early fifties uh, is the new thirty three. Apparently, yeah, exactly, exactly. She's the same age. <laughs> she's the same age as Atwood, definitely. No maybe a question, couple years bro. younger. Um, but that or has lived a very hard life. Um, <laughs> well, as somebody said to me, has had a very hard paper round. <laughs> but then you see the comments. I mean, God, I mean, the simping that goes on in the comments of Sean's channel and when she was on Darren's channel, like all these thirsty guys, like, oh my God, who's this? It's like, okay, but it's a, you know, no offense or anything like that, but it's like a woman in her late 40s wearing a short skirt and knee high boots. If that's what it takes to get you drooling, you know? Uh, that's the internet for you, though, man. Well, it is oh. the, you know, the simping that goes on is just, it's just, there's incredible. a lot of thirsty mofos out there, man. Not, not to take too much of the piss, you know? I mean, but the reason I'm taking the piss is because this Jen chick actually is, uh, she, she definitely tried to pull a fast one on me. She's quite a, a sneaky person. So, she posted a comment on one of my videos. I think it was my most recent uh, video, which wasn't a short, if I remember right. Um, and she posted a comment saying, why have you deleted my comments? Have you got something to hide? Hmm? Well, uh, it, it's, it's supposed to be a, a pretty much a Cali 2.0, you know. Same name bit. and everything. It's crazy. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... The thing is, I, I'm pretty sure Callie's been paying attention. I'm sure Callie... I, I'd be interested to know uh, what her take is. And she knows where to find me, Callie. You know my Skype link, Callie. So feel free to message me and let me know. But she's probably in the background um, watching all this go down. And She hasn't been Callie, helped. You yeah, know? Callie 2.0 is, is, has supplanted her. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know, we, it'd be interesting to know 
her take on it. I, the thing is, even if she came clean and honest with us, with all the lies that she helps uh, fuel and spread, it would be hard to believe anything she said. It would, but, and she would. Sean would be able to get her back on side with him, you know, by waving a couple of fifty-pound notes in her direction. I'm sure, you know. Yeah, but I, I do think Kylie probably, as everyone said, she would now almost certainly feels like she has just been cast aside and dumped to the side and you know sean's kind of trying to get darren g like oh you know i'm trying to help you i'm trying to look after you mate you know i just want the best for you i'm just a charitable person and all i want to do is just spend my money helping people that need it and you're that person darren just the same thing as he's kind of said about cali you know um so you know i don't think he needs sean atwood's help yeah well sean portrays himself as some shrewd businessman and he knows you got to spend some money to make some money and so that's essentially what's going on with the whole darren g stuff and just seeing him so hard um trying to backpedal uh to the point where he even threw camera boy under the bus (laughs) he did he threw him straight under the bus yeah (laughs) take that cameraman um but yeah i'm sure i'm sure cameraman's used to that kind of treatment i think he lo- he enjoys it man it's oh, the only yeah, thing yeah, really yeah. that gets him off you know <laughs> no question going back yeah. to jen because what she actually said was that i was delete that i deleted comments that she made on my channel so i went and checked the you know the filter that you get on your youtube studio you can see the comments that have been made there and all that kind of thing she hadn't made any comments on my channel that was the first comment the first comment she made on my channel was hello and the second comment was about five minutes after that she said why are you deleting comments got something to hide hmm and then i was like okay whatever like uh, there's no comments have been deleted what were, you know what was the comment uh then she wrote why don't you go and go to my instagram and you'll see it there and then she deleted that comment so i couldn't even get a bloody screenshot of that because she deleted it so quickly yeah. So I don't have Instagram, so I never I never went to Instagram. But obviously people told me that she posted on Instagram and she posted on Instagram a screenshot of a comment that she claims was made on my channel, but it wasn't. And it says, she's written, my comment that was quickly deleted by the Scottish troll Chancer over his false accusations on his most recent video. This is what she claims she wrote on my channel, which she never. She said... Sean called James out today for all the false information you fed him, Chancer, talking about James English. Great attempt to deflect onto Daddygate in this video, but you personally have led James down a path where he repeated your false claims, e.g. Sean is banned from schools. FYI, I am with him now, travelling back from one talk now. You can check out video proof on my Insta or Sean's. Single-handedly, you have doubled James's legal issues, harmed his reputation, I suggest you learn facts and read Sean's lawsuit. <laughs> you will see it has nothing to do with Cali. In the future, you really need to mind your own business and drink plenty of water. So that's what she wrote, right? Yeah. Saying that I personally have led James English down a path where he repeated my false claims, blah, blah, blah. Not quite sure what, he's ta- what they're talking about there. Uh, and then she's going on, obviously, that how I doubled James's legal issues and harmed his reputation. And Jen thinks that I deleted that comment. I would have deleted that comment. I would have pinned that comment if I'd saw that on my channel. You know, there's no way I would have deleted that. That's a, that's such a ridiculous comment that it would have been worth pinning just to see what the, the replies to it were. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know who the hell she was, to be honest with you. It took me a minute. Um, the first time I had heard all... Oh, 
I think you showed me a comment from this person, uh, and it just, I just saw the name Jen. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, Cali Diamond's back. And then I'm like, that don't look like Cali Diamond. So it took me a minute um, to understand uh, what the hell was going on. And then I, I was like, oh, okay, okay. I, I had been seeing this. Well, how, how old person. is Ka- how old's Kali? Kali is like what 31, 32. Jen Jen says she's the same age as Kali. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not buying that. I mean, that that's his. It's obviously so, It's obviously misses though. He's so happy that he's got a missus. He's made her. Yeah, but that's that's how he was with Kali as well. And then Kali got thrown to the side, which we all knew would happen at some point in time. Uh, it's just the it's just typical behavior. You know, all these falling outs with these characters, uh, it's inevitable. It's just their their way of doing things that that makes these types of situations inevitable at some point. Um, do you have anything more to add to that or did I'm you want to? Sure, I think that's just a developing story, to be honest. It wasn't yeah. it was just worth a little mention. I just thought it was quite entertaining that she's claiming that I deleted that comment, which you know i wouldn't delete a comment it's en- it's entertainment i don't take these things seriously and also to say oh he's deleted it because he's got something to hide why yeah. would i i would own all that you know what i mean <laughs> why would i try and hide that you know what i mean it's just entertainment yeah it's uh I've, and also when she says you single-handedly double james english's legal issues so i've doubled them from zero to zero then because james english has no <laughs> legal issues yeah, as, it, as it pertains zero. to sean atwood yeah that's some good math um <laughs> had to do the maths in my head. You did to get a calculator out right. for that one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, speaking about falling out, I mean, apparently today, mm-hmm. a developing story, another inevitable fallout, something that we knew was going to happen eventually. Uh, apparently, Sean and his partnership with an anti-cyberbullying campaigner has hath come to an end uh again completely inevitable uh no question in my mind that was going to happen it was just a matter of when and it's it's hilarious and the reason given by this person is because they had because sean had to edit a lot of uh darren g's comments on the lgbtq community which if anyone listened to him, I mean, he, he goes in hard in the paint. At the same time, Darren G, you know, in practically admits to having those kind of tendencies, LGBTQ tendencies. And uh, apparently, you know, he, after being locked up for seven years, after seven years, uh, some of these tendencies were starting to sound delicious in his head. And he was ready to go on the prowl until an intervention. (laughs) Is that what they call the seven-year edge? Pretty much, man. So after seven years... um, You switch sides. Yeah, you just switch sides, apparently. But yeah, I mean, he even (laughs) makes some weird sounds. Pretty hilarious video, if you ask me. There's a clip going around, yeah. And you're you're right. The anti-cyberbullying campaigner is unhappy with... Darren G's extremely strong opinions, some may say, on issues that interest the anti-cyberbullying campaigner. Sean Atwood has edited those opinions out of podcasts that he's recorded with Darren G to keep them YouTube friendly. And Darren G's unhappy 
about the fact that Sean ed- edited them out. And the anti-cyberbullying campaigner is also unhappy that Atwood is prepared to sort of bow down in such a way for Darren G. But that little clip that you, you're talking about there of Darren G talking about how after seven years of being in prison, he started to consider his options, let's say. Yeah. I just saw that today, just before we came on the air. That was that, He's that going to diversify his portfolio. Yeah, I and I, I was trying to look into what that whole nurse in, intervention deal was. I don't know if you were able to find out. I have no idea what that was about. Did the yeah, nurse come into the cell and I don't how know, did like, the nurse able to stop that? It's not really a medical issue, is it? It's almost like the way I, you know, the way Darren G was talking about it, it sounds like there was some, you know, he had his eyes set. There was something that was looking rather tasty for him uh, in an all-male prison. It, you know, it was right in front of him. He was ready to uh, take advantage of the situation. And apparently a nurse with a halo around her or his head, you know, the light was shown on him and said, Darren G, do not plunge. And uh, mm-hmm. apparently that's what stopped him. You know, if, had that nurse not been there, uh, Darren G would be hanging out with Cody and maybe, you know, taking things a little bit further. Well, and Dan uh, did mention Cody know. in that clip as well, didn't he? He mentioned Cody yeah. in uh, a manner which is definitely not YouTube friendly. So, uh, like you say, I don't know how a nurse could have intervened, but for anyone that is wondering, you know, what you're talking about, uh, <laughs> might, I'm trying to talk might, in code because we might be able to find the clip, but it is actually pretty much what Darren said. He said he was in the cells, yeah. uh, he'd been there for seven years, and he said that he'd started having thoughts about plunging a a different kind of knife yeah having relationships with other prisoners in prison kind of thing (laughs) but honest you know i'm being upfront and fucking honest about it innit i was only seven years in right that nurse popped up saved me wham kept me heterosexual red-blooded male yeah how could a nurse intervene to help you know we're kind of getting off on a tangent here but it's quite interesting like how could a nurse have stopped that like do you just go to the nurse? I don't know. Start thinking like that. Or the other way I interpreted it was that the nurse saw Darren about to commit this act and just started praying those feelings away from Darren. I don't know, man. It's I, that's why the way I'm wondering. I looked at it was maybe the nurse came in and got a bit frisky with him. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, because there was no other context to go by i mean i guess just yeah who knows i mean just it's, guess it's, take a while it was guess. such an odd <laughs> it was quite an odd uh i found it comical old man. Statement I'm not gonna lie. well yeah, yeah i found it comical for for a variety of reasons uh in my opinion it made mr g hypocritical on his stance on that community because he's pretty much admitting that he was ready to act yeah, exactly. Oh, it's hip- it's hypocritical to denounce people for lifestyles which you yourself have considered. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, man. And so, it's it's not that aspect, um, pun intended, that makes it funny. It's just the aspect aspect of a uh, him being a hypocrite, you know, demonizing a community while essentially ha- entertaining those thoughts yourself. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's what triggered the whole fallout with uh, this alleged 
anti-cyberbullying campaigner. Yeah, so the, uh, self-proclaimed. The anti-cyberbullying campaigner is annoyed that Sean Atwood was still wants to help Darren G, despite the things that Darren G has said, negative things that Darren G is alleged to have said about certain members of LGBT community. That's yeah. that's what I'm gathering. Um, and, you know, that comes down to, in my opinion, uh, freedom of association, uh, not really to defend Sean Atwood, but in this sense, like, Sean's allowed to associate with who he wants just because somebody he's associating with is saying certain things. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It shouldn't make any difference to... You can't burn somebody at the stake for their association with another person, in well, my opinion. It, 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 does, it shouldn't be shocking because this alleged anti-cyberbullying campaigner has also made various threats against anyone who has associated with myself. You know, yeah, several, you several times. Yeah, yeah. If you are associated with myself, you need to be canceled. And, and, and has made those threats. Uh, it's just threats. Uh, so it, it's not out of character for this person to do. Um, you know, this death, person... Death by association, cancellation by association. This is one of the tactics that like social justice warriors have used for such a long time. And I, I see it as no different, really. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's... Once you see it and recognize it for what it is, it's easy to spot. I mean, uh, when was it? Not this last Friday, um, but the Friday before that. The Honest Truth channel with Uncle Bobby had a show I called in. My son came in and just did a cute little, you know, a little sound. He's been, he just pops in and out, you know, pops in and out and he finds it. He, he's 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 a funny little man. Mini so he's fine. Yeah, he's a he's a mini me. One hundred percent. It sounds like a mini you, man. And I love my mini me. But yeah, he likes to have fun. He likes to uh, cause some trouble. And so he came in, just did some goofy sound, and then just walked away. Apparently, this alleged <laughs> anti-cyberbullying campaigner then <laughs> made some ridiculous post that. After hearing my son uh, make that, you know, special guest appearance, that uh, this person then began to weep the rest of the show because <laughs> like, apparently I just cradle my son as I'm spewing the most and <laughs> hate speech. <laughs> I'm cradling him and teaching yeah. him the cradling ways. Cradling him as you spew spew forth hatred while the <laughs> the, the holy so people weep for you. Well, that was brought up to my attention uh, the very next day on Saturday. And a lot of people were upset. You know, they're like, oh, man, this person. How low does someone have to be to bring in your kids and your family? Bringing children into things is absolutely out of order, though. And it is something that we've seen from this person before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been accused of of beating uh, my wife, my kids, and they're all scared of me. So this this is what made that situation hilarious was because in that clip my son is having a good time you know being hilarious i'm like oh yeah you know that that destroys your whole narrative that my wife and kids are so scared of me you know that they keep you know i'm pretty much i keep them in a dungeon in a cellar you know while yeah i just run about and i just throw them my scraps you know i'll buy some ribs and whatever's left over i just feed it to them in a dungeon throw the in the bones cellar. down 
Yeah, I throw the bones After down. That's the image that this alleged anti-cyberbullying like, campaigner you did, but you did, uh, gives. You know, I know what you say, it destroys the narrative, and it does, but the narrative didn't ever get off the ground because there was that was just a statement that was made out of nowhere, and any single person is able to see that that is total, total BS because there's nothing to back it up with. If there was like well, some sort of evidence, like here's a news story, by the way, and this is you, and you know what I mean? Fair enough. Well, when, when I was asked, you know, how am I doing, man? That, that was hard. I, it honestly didn't do anything to me because it's a pattern. It's been a repeated pattern with this individual. Yeah, it's so obvious. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was before this incident or a little bit after. This person made another post. This is someone that calls himself an alleged anti-cyberbullying campaigner and constantly making these slanderous and def- defamatory remarks against me. And mm-hmm. I just laugh it off. It's not a big deal. But this person said that because I had not gone to the Miami Police Department and, and made a, an official report, that that by, by default, that meant that I had this long rap sheet. And, uh, and that's why I didn't do it because then it would have made my problems bigger and all this crap. Again, making the most ridiculous allegations and no one ever questioning them very specific as well no evidence and very specific you know it's just say what you want and (laughs) people will believe it it's ridiculous well this person has exploited the loophole that Mm. apparently if you live in the uk and you can defame you can say the most racist remarks you want against citizens from other countries uh that is a loophole uh, that this person is exploiting at the moment. And that's fine. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. If it's not true, why am I... I'm not. It's not going to do nothing to me, so I don't care. Uh, that's the way I, I approach life. But, you know, this, um, the very next day after my Sunday that, you know, people were asking me, how do you feel? You know, you're... And I responded like that. It didn't do nothing to me. It did, I just laugh it off. So then the very next day, <laughs> my son gets on. And again, and just gives uh, this anti-cyberbullying campaigner a shout out. And it was cute as hell. Uh, Just again, destroying the narrative that no one buys or believes in. Just their own narrative that they believe and buy into in their own mind. Uh, Just comical stuff, man. Comic relief. No biggie. It is now now at the point where it's, it's just entertaining. At the beginning, it was like, what's going on? I can't believe these kind of people actually exist. I mean, the amount of vindictiveness and just sort of hatred that comes from that corner was eye-opening at the beginning. But as soon as you realize it's all just absolute bull, it's as if it's it's like when someone just lies to you once, you stop trusting them, you know? Yeah. Well, um, that that happened to us months ago with this. So they have no individual. power anymore. You know, re- I still remember clearly what the very first few lies that we both clearly saw and we didn't have any issues with this person but apparently they had turned on both of us that's right and, yeah. and we were seeing it and i remember you and i you know privately speaking because we hadn't said nothing publicly at this point yep. in time and rather than get angry or whatever we we're like what the hell why yep. is this person lying exactly this never happened and we were in disbelief and it's just the the carefully crafted facade of of this image that is just holier than thou uh, just is is a voice of reason. It's all of it's all fake, and man. The, but what was shocking about it is that it wasn't just lies that were taken, like you know, from the truth, and then 
it wasn't the truth being twisted. It was just out and out made up statements out yeah, of nowhere. Made up one hundred percent. No truth and said as if they were not, not a sliver of truth shocking. behind any of these things. Yeah. And so over the months now, anytime something has been said, uh it's just there's nothing. And this is why I've been saying that the role in Daddy Gate that this person led us to believe at the very beginning is in my opinion it's not truthful at all and and i don't believe anything that comes out uh from this person needs to be verified before you can start to believe it at all because i don't believe anything mm-hmm. that is said by this person i mean and it's just the delivery the the thing that helps this person say their lies their definition defamatory remarks their slanderous remarks it's the delivery in which they do it and uh that seems to fool a lot of people it fooled me for a time and fools a lot of people but once you peel away uh from those layers you can see the reality for what it is but it's it's very difficult to get your head around it at the start when when someone's just saying things that just are made up out of nowhere and completely untrue and they're saying it with a straight face it is very difficult to understand it's a very odd experience yeah and yeah, I i've think, never encountered anything like that I really think in, there'll in, be people in, in the audience who are just like not who who don't quite realize how weird that is it'd be like yeah. one of your friends just suddenly saying totally false statements about you with a completely straight face and you're watching them say these things to other people it makes no sense and it's so, in a way it ends up in you, in them just gaslighting you because there's that great word again but you trying well, to that, that's yourself. what happened to us cuz that's what I was touching on when we first came across uh across these lies you and I were like what did this really happen is this true yeah. you know like we were questioning ourselves yeah, yeah like, exactly yeah it it it, it is gaslighting to, is, to yeah, one of the highest degrees yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would just be like you having a friend, you're at a supermarket and you see your friend pocket some delectable, you know, fruit and they just put <laughs> it in their pocket and then security comes, some low hanging. And they, you go like I they point the finger on you. I saw this man uh steal the the fruit. And you're like, "What? I just saw you do it yeah. with my own eyes." And they start crying and weeping. And saying you are the biggest thief, you know, just completely, complete. I don't know, man. It's just yeah, it would be like that, except it's except in that example <laughs> you give, somebody stole fruit. Whereas in the example that we're talking about, it's literally just things that don't exist and yeah, came from yeah. nowhere. You can't Take even see fruit. where they come from. <laughs> Holographic fruit. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that it, it's even worse than the example I gave. One hundred percent. Although the example yeah, you give is quite weirder. entertaining. It did give me a, a nice mental image of being there shopping and <laughs> my friend completely unable to stop themselves stealing this delicious looking fruit. That doesn't exist. <laughs> would, would you not, I mean, in that, you know, you would do a Sean Atwood then and offer to buy the fruit for them. Yeah, the um, camera boy would sponsor you. live stream with you. <laughs> Cameraman would uh, sponsor that clip. Um, yeah, man, just just another... I know it's been a been a while. So, oh, one thing we didn't touch on is the whole Dekahegi uh, situation, man. Uh, and it's kind of tied in to this person because uh, apparently Dekahegi, from what I can gather, something is going on where 
he's using Atwood's old lie, the, the trolls. Uh, my views on Decca, man, I'll just say it. I, I was neutral on the guy. I had heard certain things about this character. But based on his video where he comes out defending this alleged anti-cyberbullying campaigner, my views on the man, I've got... I've got nothing for him. No, it's so strange, no strange, isn't it? That you, you yeah, because that person. It's clear to anyone that watched that video. It's clear that he doesn't even know this person. Yeah, he doesn't uh, know the person. He couldn't. He doesn't even know how to say correctly say their name. So yep. for him, and then for him to come out and talk about people's gullibility, uh, you you know, make fun of people for being gullible. When if you believe anything that this alleged campaigner has to say. You have to be the most gullible person out there because mm -hmm. the lies, the paperwork is all out there. Um, on my Odyssey channel, I have a two-hour uh, expose on this person showing screenshot after screenshot after screenshot for all of my claims. I'm not just spewing things out. It's all there. The evidence is there. And so for this person, to, for Dekahegi to throw out the word gullibility. And then the other hilarious part was to mention this person and freedom of speech or in one breath and then freedom of speech in the next breath had me dying of laughter man after all the per people that have been canceled due to this person uh all the attempts in trying you know sending cease and desist orders whenever this person gets brought up to other channels uh it's just hilarious well, man deca and you know like you man I, i've I'm pretty much neutral on Dekahegi. Um There are, certain, as you say, there are certain rumors going about him, uh, but he hasn't been involved in the Atwood situation specifically. And I'd need to see more information and more evidence about what's going on. It's very confusing. I've got no idea who he's talking about in most of his videos. I've been yeah, watching. The, he was talking with, about some old lady that's dying of terminal illness. No idea cancer. who he's talking about. I don't um, know who he was talking about. I, the problem that I had, I'm sorry to interrupt, man. The problem that I had with that statement is that. He will then conflate. I've never heard of the people he was talking about. But then he conflates those haters, all the same haters of this alleged campaigner. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that, I'm like, what the hell are you talking? I don't even know who you're talking about. The yeah. reason that I have discussed in this campaigner is because of what I have already previously mentioned. The lies, the slander, the racial remarks. It's completely separate to... Whoever the hell you're even talking about? Yep, you know. And Decca's, and Decca's video was Decca's video was slammed with dislikes and disappeared oh, yeah. shortly well, afterwards. He put I mean, it on private. Dislikes. He he publicly or he published it again. So he, okay. he privated it, and then a few hours later he published it again. But yeah, the like to dislike ratio is it's, uh, it's, it's is is telling. Yeah, it's very yeah. telling. But it's no I different thought, from the, the Atwood and the campaigner uh, uh, interview as well. You look at the like, dislike. People people are aware of the shenanigans, man. And that, that to me is the most important thing. Um, you know, these people can't hide anymore. What struck me was the amount of similarities between what Decca appeared to be having to deal with and the amount of similarities in the tactics used by this anti-cyberbullying campaigner and also by Sean Atwood. So Dekahegi was absolutely outraged and, you know, he gets pretty wound up, you know, he gets pretty ragey, uh, but he was absolutely outraged because he'd been getting hit with cease and desist notices 
He'd been getting hit with defamation strikes and he'd been getting hit with copyright strikes. These are all tactics that had been used that at the exact same period of time against myself and people within our sort of corner of YouTube, The Honest Truth, for example, you know, other people, uh, True Media, um, you know, these kinds of things are getting used. And I was hit with a defamation strike and a copyright strike uh, at the same time as Def Deca was hit yeah. by a defamation strike and a cease and desist notice. And cease and desist notices were also getting struck against people in our side of things as well. So yeah. these tactics getting used by the Atwood camp and the anti-cyberbullying campaigner camp appear to have been getting used against Dekahegi as well. And it just makes you wonder whether somebody's on the wind-up against him. Are the same people involved? Because it's the first time I've ever had a defamation strike against me. And then Dekahegi puts out a video saying he's got one against him. Yeah. But then a minute later, he's putting out a video defending the person that hit me with a defamation strike <laughs> you know it's so it's, it's, it's just so... odd and it's too sort of weird to get into it's too conflated to try and figure out what's going yeah, on yeah. i'd love for somebody to you know break it all down but i don't i don't think that that is going to be me unfortunately because i can't work out first of all who the hell deck is talking about half the time still don't know who he's talking about he, he uses so many different names about different people he keeps talking about how he's going to do an expose on somebody is that out yet? Has he done that yet? Because he put out about 15 videos know, before he man. did that. And I was wanting to know what the hell he was talking about. It was quite interesting for a while, but he just ended up putting out all these other videos. and just. Yeah, man. I mean, after this whole thing, I'm just going to say it. This is how I feel. I'm not saying this is how you feel. These are my opinions on Deca. He's a terrible podcaster. I'll just go out <laughs> and say it. He just talks. All you hear is some Neanderthal... Um, like sounds. I don't even know what the hell he's saying half the goddamn time. Uh, he's just yelling and screaming. And uh, that's not how you podcast, man. And then he's got all these damn subs and he uses the microphone on his laptop to record a podcast. He doesn't even have a proper podcast setup. So how the hell can you consider yourself a damn podcaster? Uh, it seems like a lot of people in the corner, in this corner, think that recording a video is a damn podcast. There's a lot more to it. And if you're yeah. going to call yourself a podcaster, you need podcasting equipment, which means a proper microphone, um, proper editing software, which is what the Datagate podcast like to subscribe does. <laughs> but there's a lot more to it than just flipping on a record button. Um, yeah, you would think it, he would have some better, better setup. He's got yeah, all, he's man, got, you're, what, you're 20, scratching 20,000 subs. subs and it sounds like shit. I don't know how we heard about him before. Was that we'd on his show or something before? Or it, might, it may have been with Billy Moore. Um, might have been something to do with that. But he blew up really yeah. more recently because of having Darren G and Sean Atwood on together. You know what that, I mean? And that, and then he should have capitalized Patty on Conroy that. Patty Conroy pushed him up to. Shout out to Patty Conroy. He's shout still out to Patty. Yeah, Patty's oh, yeah. But that that pushed him up as well. That that gave him a, a big boost. And so that's kind of I didn't know much about this clown. So when I when I interviewed uh, Patty Conroy and that interview is on my Odyssey channel if you guys are interested, I I did interview the the one and only the OG of OGs, Mr. Patty Conroy. Um, when I interviewed him, Decca interviewed him like a short time after. So my interview was kind of like a boom. This is going to happen on that show. So I didn't know much about Decca. Um, again, I was neutral at that point in time. Not positive, not negative. I didn't know much, so I'm not going to make my mind up. But after this whole fiasco, now you got my raw feelings, man. Uh, yeah, 
I think it's crap. <laughs> uh, have, uh, yeah, I mean, he's had, a, he's had ample time own. to improve things um, in terms of his audio quality. Although, to be fair, I haven't sat down and watched it. You know, I don't think I've sat down and watched any of his podcasts apart from the one that he did with Darren and Sean. So, yeah, and I, I saw that, and it it didn't seem like he was just hanging out. And, and the you know he it's on his channel, and the guest's audio sounds decent, and he's the host of the channel, and his audio sounds like shit. <laughs> but it wasn't just the the audio quality; it was just the whole format. Yeah, um, it, the way you know he didn't. I don't know. That's just me. That's well, just my I own mean, opinions. That's not your opinions. That's I my opinion. I think he copyright strikes people as well, which I don't agree with. You know, I don't think people should be... I don't like when people copyright strike each other yeah. on YouTube. You know what I mean? I think that's... I'm kind of against copyright striking people. To uh, be fair, though, I, I will say this. One positive thing. I've noticed he does ban people on his comments. He does. We've seen him do it. But for the most part, he will leave negative comments on their quite a bit so i will give him some credit points yeah he does see, he does seem to leave up the negative the criticism and stuff like that yep i yeah, think he was so just defending I, I, the will anti- give him that. I think his his defense of the anti-cyberbullying campaigner i think was because the anti-cyberbullying campaigner has defended him in the past in what appeared to be a very open and obvious attempt to try and get on his show yeah yeah um, well because we saw the same this, thing with bnt this person trying to get on brand YouTube and defending them. <laughs> so this person started talking good things about Deca Buttering Hege, people up. Buttering up Deca Hege, but has, again, started saying negative things about Deca Hege as well. well it's, and it's just uh, based on these characters and their traits and personality profiles. It, it's just inevitable that all this falling out is going to happen. I mean, we've experienced it with these characters and... To see it happening, you know, whether it's Darren G, Deca Hege, uh, and even now, Sean and this alleged campaigner, uh, it's 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 not a surprise to us. Um, we've been in studying these characters and in these situations for quite a while now that it's not shocking. Well, not shocking. because a lot of these people are so just antisocial. Uh, on a deep level that they, they don't know how to work with other people and whether that is from what you see from Darren G or Sean Atwood always screwing up his relationships with people um, you know Deca Hege screaming at the screen uh, you've got the anti-cyberbullying campaign oh the trolls oh the trolls oh the trolls he sounds like a Scottish or it's, I'm sorry a, a United Kingdom Randy Savage yeah it's insane man oh slap into a slim gym oh the trolls yeah he, he thinks, <laughs> I think he's a Geordie I think uh, a lot of people in Scotland consider the Geordies to be the sort of <laughs> closest you to them you call him a true Geordie or a fake Geordie <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to go there. What happened, right, where, where's two, what happened to True Geordie as well? Where's their continued defense of Sean Atwood during you know, all of this? You know, there was that one off that they had, like, oh, we owe him a favor. We better we better give him this one. But they've been very quiet on the Atwood front, very sensitive. I, I never as paid well. attention to their content to begin no, with. They to be they've not said anything, dude, about him at yeah, all. Again, I, I, as podcast host, there wasn't really much to it. I would say that. You know they're better podcast hosts than uh, than old Mister Wedgies over here. 
but that's just my opinion. Uh, <laughs> you wonder how some of these people get so big sometimes, don't you? It's like luck. Yeah. I think at the time they're just popularity contests, man. I mean, I don't know who these people are, how they got famous. I've I've never I, heard of these people. Like, I don't know if they were on TV before they went on YouTube or what it's from. You know, YouTube. And uh, we know a lot of them are actors and um, actors and actresses, and uh, a lot of them are a lot of people on YouTube. Hello, they, me they like want, these productions. <laughs> they want to be in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, man. There's too many clowns in the space. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I, they can't work. They cannot work with each other. They they do not know how to hold a relationship, to, you know, like a business working or civil or polite relationship together. It's either they seem to think like either you've got to be best friends and you've got to get into bed with each other every single night or it should be a symbiotic relationship where there's value for value. You know what I mean? Um, and respect. If you find that good symbiotic relationship, it, it should be a relationship. You yeah, rather than a it. parasitic relationship. Yeah, it seems like a parasitic. Exactly. It's it's like that. Uh, Sean and Carly comes to mind there. I mean, he was yeah. you know sucking like a leech off of Carly. Yeah, and yeah. and then the life got sucked out of it. And uh, <laughs> yes, uh, use your own minds. But uh, then, and that's why it'd be interesting to know Carly's thoughts on this whole new relationship the, it would be the, if anyone can get Cali hold of Cali. relationship that's yeah. going on right now absolutely although you know sean will uh, probably get in touch with her and tell her what to say you know it wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't yeah, be the like, first time yeah yeah like the whole mr butt thing man <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, mate, we're not allowed show. to talk about that that that, that conversation uh, by mr butt uh, criticizing sean atwood is apparently copyrighted and you're not allowed to play it Although you yeah. can actually see my video that was struck down covering that Mr. On Butt the Honest Truth. On the, yeah, honest, the honest Truth, truth channel. channel. Yeah, we'll so put we a link to that video. Yeah, put a link down below. So the Honest Truth have stepped up. And yeah, as I've said before, they got a copyright strike for that. So good on them. Yeah. For, Shout out to them. Thing. YouTube can be... It's tricky, man. Confusing a lot of, sometimes. Yeah, yeah they'll, you'll see one... You'll see some things on YouTube like, how the hell is this still up? And then you'll see other stuff get cancelled, and you're like, Whoa, what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's sense, like, man. wait, hold on a second. How can this, how can this literally be on YouTube? Different sets of rules, apparently, you know? And so, I don't know. You just got to be treading carefully, unfortunately. And this is what we're trying to do with this show. Um, well, where can people find you, Mr. Chancer? We're, we're coming up on our delectable 60-minute time slot here. Here is a good place to find me on the Daddy Gate podcast. And of course, on my main channel. God knows when I'm going to make a video, but I am going to make, continue to make videos. I haven't disappeared, but that is Chancer on YouTube. And also, you can get me on Odyssey, also called Chancer, and on Brand YouTube, also called Chancer. And nice. if you want. If you want to message me, uh, then you can do so on Twitter. My DMs should be open. So f feel free to fire me a message on there. It's Chancer Media on Twitter. There you go. You can find me on YouTube, What is Truth TV. I'll put a link to there. I am there. Uh, I would love to see a lot of you delicious Daddy Gate podcast subscribers smash that subscribe button on my YouTube channel. I then I what I've been doing 
recently i will do a rated g version on youtube and then we will take the after party uncensored unapologetic over to odyssey so to get the most the best of both worlds please subscribe to the youtube and the odyssey uh, that's where the party happens i'm also on twitter what is truth pod or wheezy truth on twitter find me there and uh just another excellent show my man it's been a we've been long overdue on it but it finally worked out yeah man it's been nice chatting away to you man um it's been uh yeah busy times although hopefully by before a new year anyway things should have settled down on my side so we'll be able to start putting out regular content again hopefully smashing them smashing them oh yeah hopefully be able to catch up and do this more often as well but we'll have a couple of conversations before then i'm sure absolutely my man all right well then thank you guys all for tuning in much love to all you awesome subscribers you guys have been there from different times different eras different epics epochs whatever the word is but uh you guys are the lifeblood to this channel Please subscribe to Chancer's channels and my channels. And uh, if you guys can't get enough of this content, much love of y'all. Trick or treat all night long. God damn it. All right, y'all. Peace. See you later, folks. I'm a cameraman. I'm a cameraman. I'm a cameraman. I'm a cameraman.